You know, you know what's interesting? I went to um, my my mentor <laughs> slash coach. I went to his wedding. Um, this oh my past dude! Okay, okay, dude. Okay, <laughs> I went to a wedding too this weekend. Oh, you did? Yeah. And um, <laughs> hijack this. No, keep going. Keep no, going. no, no. I went to a wedding this weekend too. So we're um, getting ready for the wedding. You know, I, it takes me like thirty minutes to go uh, and, and finish. Get the suit on. Get my hair done. You know, the cologne. See what uh, essentials I'm wearing in terms of watch, suit tie bar you're looking fly you know everything uh-huh you know just the nine all lululemon no not all lululemon no, no, no. but you know it's especially like the what is it is it doves you know walking out you uh-huh. know yes yeah, so even just that part coming out of my my house and doves flying that whole part took me like 30 minutes to get ready gotcha gotcha yeah so then um a couple a couple minutes goes by and uh someone that we're supposed to go with doesn't show up and i'm a little stressed and uh, I get a text and I'm just like, hey, are you coming to the wedding? You know, what time? What's your ETA? I'm just like, oh, it's about 250 because the wedding's at three. And she's like, oh, perfect. Um, are you? So I guess you're not going to usher anymore. Ooh. So I was supposed to help this wedding out. And my, my friend was, was he told me, he asked me to usher during his bachelor weekend. And I completely forgot. So I'm in the car. And I'm just like sweating. I'm just like, OK, guys, you know, we got to go. Hurry up in Jersey City. And um, I, I didn't I couldn't find a way to really manage my stress levels at the time, especially for like going to something very like happy and just, you mm. know what I mean? You don't want to be that guy. It's like, mm. Come you on, know, like we're late because of you. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just like, we're going to somewhere nice. Just relax, take a deep breath. You know, it's, it'll be fine. You know what I mean? Anything happened to you? Like anything similar happened to you? Yeah, something similar happened to me. And I agree with you. Um, I also went to the wedding this past weekend. It's not the same wedding. Not the same wedding. And, um, you know, similar to you, I was not on time and I was very upset about it. But then it kind of occurred to me that, um, you know, this day is not about me. It's not about me. Um, my girlfriend kept reminding me, you know, um, kind of like easing me down, easing those stress levels down mm-hmm. um, and telling me, you know, this day is really about the bride and the groom. It's it's their special day, part two, because they got married in the pandemic. Yeah. But um, that's that's what the day is about. So don't make it about yourself by being so grumpy. And I was like, you know what? I feel good all of a sudden. Yeah, it just takes a little bit of perspective, right? It does. The Mental Rep. (laughs) Welcome back to The Mental Rep, a district podcast where each week we dive into the complex topics of training, nutrition, and recovery with a roundtable discussion led by top professionals in fitness and performance. I'm your host, Jorge Diaz, strength coach, fitness coach here with my co-hosts. Scott Gunter. Dan Belay. Neil Pete. And I don't know if you were able to tell, but today's topic is all about this one monster that we all have creeping in our lives. We call it the S word, the stress monster. The devil's middle name. Stress. <laughs> I was thinking sex, but <laughs> yeah, I was thinking and the stress surrounding sex. Oh yeah, my. but yeah, guys. Yeah, any client wins? Uh, I was, I've been working with this uh, female weightlifter, Angela. Shout out to Angela. She is killing it with her uh, weightlifting training, and we're in the first phase, which is exposure phase, and just getting a lot of volume in. And she was in the last three weeks. She was able to come out with a with a new PR on the clean and jerk and the snatch for some volume PRs. So Ooh, awesome. very exciting. So yeah, it's like five kilos above her previous max. So I knew that, you know, she had more in her, mm-hmm. but that's a, that's a big win. That's a good um, sign that the training is going well, you know? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Nice, nice. And I think that's a perfect segue into what we were talking about, stress management. So how did you manage stress 
what kind of stress were you managing? Or let's actually take a step back and define stress first, right? So stress is a feeling of emotional or physical tension. It can come from any event or thought that makes you feel frustrated, angry, or nervous. Uh, stress is your body's reaction to a challenge or demand. In short bursts, stress can be positive, right? Because in that moment where she's going for that PR, you kind of need to be a little stressful. But as long as you're honing that towards your goal, then you're in good spirits. Yeah. But it can also be uh, negative um, in times of leading up to that day of a competition where if you're not managing the stress or the anxiety of how you're while well, you're going to be performing that day, it could actually um, impact your performance. So how did you guys manage the stress? Uh, she was pretty good for the most part for training. I just had to make sure that the expectation was, hey, get your nutrition in, make sure you're sleeping because she works nights. Uh, so and she she would usually like take a quick nap and then go in the in the morning at seven o'clock, maybe two hour nap after work. And then I'm just like, well, why don't, why don't you just go home, take some good rest, you know, and like get some good sleep and then go to the gym, see how you feel. And then her training days have been pretty good so far after that. Um, and, uh, you know, it wasn't like that. It wasn't that, that much of stress that she had to like really deal with or to manage. It was mostly just trying to manage the, uh, the fatigue of all the training, you know, and making sure that, she was good and um, she wasn't set to the, like hitting this expectation of like, oh, I have to hit these numbers, these ranges um, for her training. You know what I mean? Like I have to hit, I'm married to this number. So the stress of like, oh, I have to hit like a 55 kilo snatch today in training. Like if I don't get it, then like I failed. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but just kind of like managing those expectations, but like, hey, everything's going to be okay. You're not married to this number. Um, just make sure that you're getting that training range in within the, um, with a specific uh, intensity and uh, just do your best on that day. You know what I mean? One thing I want to go back to is that you mentioned that one of the things that she did to manage her stress was to uh, control her sleep. Yeah. Um, what impact does sleep have on stress, both outside of the gym and inside of the gym? Why is it so important to manage? I mean, I think it's important to note that there's a lot of different factors that have both positive and negative effects on we say stress is your body's interpretation of, of, of stresses that are coming uh, to it. If we're speaking sleep specifically, then obviously that's going to help maybe lower, um, I guess, built up stress or your body's physiological response. I want to take one step back to just, uh, we, we touched on this a little bit in previous episodes, but just to really talk about why we have this stress response, why, why we get stressed in the first place. And it really is a form of protection and adaptation. So if you were, a hunter gatherer years and years ago and a predator came up to you, you would have that stress response that would help you go into that fight or flight state and get away. If you over the course of time had a long, slow stressor, maybe somebody's just coming up to you and punching you lightly in the elbow over a long, long period of time, that bone is actually going to callus over, get stronger so it can handle that stress. So we have these adaptations to stress to help us handle more stress in the future. And that's essentially what we're doing as strength coaches is managing stress. Everything they're doing in the gym where we put them under a bar or have them do an exercise, we're putting a specified amount of stress on them to get a desired result. If you're not doing enough of that stress, they're not going to get any result. But then if you get too much of that, you get a buildup where maybe you see other things like overtraining, overexertion, their numbers are starting to go down and you need to implement these stress management strategies. So uh, we talk about the performance log when our athletes come in here, when our coach, um, when our uh, clients are training, we're looking at 
how well recovered they are overall, what their overall stress is, their perceived stress, their hydration, nutrition, their their sleep is one of the main factors. And that's not just the amount of hours they're sleeping, that's the quality of their sleep too. So during that period of time, that's almost like we are taking the amount of stress that we have built up and we're lowering it down to a, a level that we can handle more stress in the future. So it's not, we're just getting rid of all stress, it's really preparing you to handle more stress in the future so that you can adapt, evolve and go where you want. I see, I see. One of the things that you mentioned that are I'd like to highlight is how to uh, kind of level out that stress. You said you were managing, um, we, we mentioned sleep, hydration, um, nutrition. nutrition. Um, over, overall stress. So every, every single one of those can impact, uh, impact all stress. Stress is kind of that universal term where we can say, I feel stressed, but I can also do a squat and that is stress on my tissues, on my nervous system. So what's important to note is you can, you can have a, bad day at home, you can get a, you can be a student athlete and get a crappy grade on a test and that impacts your squat that day. You can have your, your dog poop on your favorite rug that impacts your squat that day. Your boyfriend, girlfriend can break up with you and you are impacted with that squat. It's all that same kind of <laughs> pot of stress. It's, I, I refer to it as, as a pot of water boiling on the stove where all of these different stresses are turning the burner up a little bit. If you turn that up too high, it boils over and it puts out the flame. You, you're not going to get any response after that. You then have to reset, go through that. You, that's injury. You have to reset. You have to go through rehab and get to the point that you can handle stress again. Um, but there are certain things that turn the burner up. There are certain things that turn the burner down. So you can improve your nutrition. You eat minimally processed foods. You uh, eat deeply colored fruits and vegetables, you eat things that are not pro-inflammatory, you eat things that are healthy fats, those can help maybe get us back to that recovery zone, give us the, the uh, building blocks that we need to handle more stress. You can hydrate more, you can sleep better. There's a, it, we can spend an entire podcast just talking about sleep hygiene and how to sleep better. Um, but even just stress management in general, I talked about these other areas of your life can creep into the gym and creep into your performance. Sometimes the best exercise is actually just sitting down, taking a breath, focusing on maybe mindfulness, meditation, or confronting that stress head on and, and removing that as a stressor so it doesn't impact you in the gym. I was gonna add to what you said <laughs> um, about like how like, stress could impact your lifts or your squat, right? Like I, and you know, it could negatively or positively impact your your uh, your performance in the gym. And, um, and there's another question I wanna get into this, but I remember being in college and like, me and my um, ex-girlfriend, we just broke up and I'm just like, oh, oh, first time oh man, and I, and I hit 405 pounds on the squat. That's also a good gym. point. Yeah. So I was just like, I was just very emotional and I was just like, ah, <laughs> like I just had to hit this squat, right? I had my headphones in, <laughs> plugged in and just ready to go. And I was like, fuck yeah. But then like, there's also the times where I, I ran this squat program, right? Uh, called Smolov, uh, Smolov Junior. And it's a four it week, four or five times a week. Uh, you squat four times a week, right? And it's insane. Like superhero volume that you can't do. You know what I mean? Like the first day is like literally a six by six and an eight by eight, seven by seven, 10 by three, whatever it is, right? Like, um, and I, it was in the middle of finals and my priority was just to finish this squat program. And um, at the time I went to 24 fitness and I was like, oh shit, like I can go here whenever I want, you know? So I, I things that I wouldn't do now, I did in the gym, like in college, like I would go to the gym, like 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, take some pre-workout and then just go for it. Right. Chase with and a monster. Chase it with a monster. And I hit a 10 by three small of at 90 plus percent. Right. 
now I wouldn't I wouldn't even want to do that now, right? Because of like and plus the stress of finals and having a final maybe like the the day uh, like two days after and having a study. But I just needed to work out and get my mind off of it. And I had a really good squat session. You know what I mean? So how were your finals? <laughs> Let's just say um, I I passed. She's got degrees. Yeah, um, I'm here now. But uh, anyways. I, I just think, yeah, stress can positively impact performance and also negatively. And I, I question for you guys is like how I feel like at a young age, do you feel like it's maybe I say teenager, high, college, high school, whatever, like you're you're trying to perceive your stress in training. Like, is it different, a lot more different when you're um, an adult versus like when you're younger? Because I feel like you can just give someone like a high school or a college um, athlete volume or whatever, and they can still go to the gym and do it and no matter what time or what time of the day and get the workout done without trying to think of like oh like i have bills i have all this other stuff i have like to you know um my sleep my work whatever you know all those external factors and they uh, still get the job done. i absolutely agree i mean aside from the fact that they're just working with younger tissues maybe better mm -hmm. energy systems that overall uh, like you said they don't have that extra stuff in the pot turning up that burner they they have more of a battery to push to uh to push to those lifts so it it is different where when we're programming for somebody who is uh works nine to five or maybe a, a mother who is non-stop dealing with kids I, we think about we're in the gym maybe nine to 12 hours straight listening to high energy music what has anybody tried to or noticed anything working out afterwards and maybe you're just fatigued. Maybe you were just moving like lighter weights throughout the day. You're not doing an entire lift, but your ner your nervous system is fatigued. It's depleted because you've constantly had this high stimulus kind of pushing into you. Um, it, it's definitely been a challenge for me. And it's something where sometimes where I leave here, I want to just turn off all the music, sometimes turn off the lights, not look at a TV, because like you said, stress can raise you up and get you ready for a lift. That's your fight or flight system. Maybe you did break up, maybe that's shooting you into a aggressive fight or flight system. But if you stay there too long, that gets depleted, that gets less impactful on your actual lifts and then you don't have anything left and you literally have to kind of push out all those extra factors and go into that recovery zone. Um, I think I asked a question in there. I think I rambled. What was your question? Oh no, it just, <laughs> I think you answered it. What? Um... Especially like for young, young adults or like teenagers versus like yeah. they just they just have more more stress to manage and i i think that younger athletes younger um students they they have a different perception of it so i i also like to point out that stress isn't equal so we have a dog over there that's been barking yeah some people may hear that bark and they think "Ooh, a dog cute cuddly i'm going into that rest or digest mode i want to crouch down i want to rub my face in his fur Somebody who's maybe grown up and bit by that dog, they hear that same bark, they go fight or flight instantly and they have a completely different response. Mm -hmm. So that just has to do with the amygdala in your brain. It's called the HPA axis where stimulus goes in. Our brain interprets, is this safe? Is this something I have to address right away? Um, or is this a threat? If it's perceived as a threat, you have a different response than the person next to you. So some of that could be the perception of stress of say students younger athletes versus the perception of stress of adults who have maybe had we, we've maybe been able to handle a little bit more stress but we overload the amount of that so you yeah. go you go to school maybe one hair is out of place your day is ruined somebody makes fun of you 
It's the end of the world. You you can't squat that day. Mm-hmm. Like your day is over. You go to work now, like, okay, whatever. I maybe have windblown hair. I have sunburn. I, I don't care, but I throw in a ton of other stress because we can handle it. And that's where we sometimes overload more stress than, than we can handle. Mm. But I think everyone can handle different levels of stress based on their previous responses, previous um, previous experiences, and then how they responded to that in the past. Why don't we go down the table and name a few, like one, two, well, maybe one item that is a stressful thing that could, Im- something stressful that could impact your performance in the gym that people don't really take account for. Neil, you want to start? Bro, um, I think <laughs> planning a wedding. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> what are some life stressors? Of, what are some stressors uh, regarding planning a wedding? And how does that impact you and your oh, training regimen? Oh, man, it's a whole lot of fun. A whole lot of fun. Uh, I mean, obviously, like there are a few factors when, you know, for example, just planning a wedding, just one, making sure that the event goes well, making sure that we're inviting the right people, making sure that everybody else is happy. But then obviously also the financial commitment to something like that. Um, so that's stressful. So you had like quite two exp- two major life stressors uh, in the past year. Number one, you open up a gym. Number two, you have recently decided on a major commitment with a significant other, your partner, Scott. That's and number true. three, you got engaged. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been doing managing all those life stressors and your training? Have you seen any changes? And then noticeably, I'm sure you've experienced some of those regu- other stressors that uh, Neil was mentioning when you were back in school and you had finals, et cetera, et cetera. How, let's, let's kind of categorize into two different categories. There's adult stressors and there's like young adolescent stressors. Now, you've been training for a decade, almost a decade. What is the contrast contrast between those adolescent stressors and your training versus these adult stressors in your training now? What's your perception on those things? I mean, I, I definitely think it's all relative. Like, cause I'm sure, you know, any of our younger listeners probably are saying like, oh, yeah, like I have finals. I have school. I have extracurricular activities that I have to focus on. Uh, maybe a girlfriend, like everything that we kind of just mentioned. And it's all kind of relative in terms of the overall stress that we all feel. But you know, looking back, I I would love to have that kind of stress again. Because, um, yeah, like just everything kind of starting to pile up, kind of what we all were saying, it starts adding up a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Um, so in terms of training, I'm still getting it done, but the overall quality has definitely dropped. Have you noticed having to implement more recovery strategies or yeah. have you done anything like that? And have you noticed a positive or negative result i mean yes um things like in the gym outside of the gym be more mindful um one thing i also want to touch on is just also just thinking about with you guys how are we i guess pushing our clients to also manage that stress outside of the gym as well are you guys are you guys doing anything else yeah one of the things i do um that my therapist uh gave me some tip or information on was um you know Controlling some of those physical variables um, when it comes to managing anxiety. So if you realize that you're anxious over maybe perhaps you're in a social gathering, perhaps you have anxiety over work, uh, whatever type of anxiety that you might be experiencing. One of the first things that he told me to start doing is ask myself, have I drank enough water? 
have I slept enough? I'm glad you said water at the end. <laughs> Hydration. I drink enough. Yeah, those those physical actions that you can take to uh, manage stress, um, that's that should be number one priority. So I'm going to jump in there because I had a client just this morning who came up to me and he goes, Scott, how do you feel about taking testosterone? And I go, clearly, I haven't, but... <laughs> He was talking about his friend who came up to him recently and, and actually a friend, not a guy like, oh, I'm asking for a friend. His friend came up to him and doesn't go to the gym, doesn't eat healthy, doesn't doesn't do everything that we're really talking about. And was saying, hey, I think I'm going to one, get tested, see what see what my uh, testosterone levels are. And then two, if if I can start taking that. And he's not doing any of these other things. And he's his reason for doing it might. I asked, okay, well, why does he want to? Is he trying to use that to get bigger? And he says he feels fatigued, low energy all the time. Follow-up question, what is his nutrition like? What are his um, normal habits and activities? Is he sleeping? What's his stress like? All of those questions were pretty much not in the right area. And and I just feel like a lot of people try to throw a Band-Aid on or jump to these extreme measures before addressing literally the vital things of, of being a human, just eat, eat what's on this earth, hydrate appropriately, sleep. That's literally a human superpower. Get a little bit more of it and manage stress. I mean, we do talk about these certain strategies like, like mindfulness, maybe breathing. That's that I think is managing the stress and, and maybe your stress is over here. I'm managing how I respond to it and how I feel in response to it. But I think there's also something to be said about confronting and addressing that stress and your, your perspective of that stress, confronting something that might be a stressor and then removing that from your life entirely. So how do you confront, let's, um, I'm gonna give you an example, right? So let's say, so you have a client who's come in, um, they're, um, they've really taken a, a liking to Olympic weightlifting, some powerlifting stuff too. Um, they wanna get stronger, obviously. Um, now let's tap into their um, their career, right? In the career, they are an executive. They are stressed out because they it's busy season, you know, taxes are due, and um, he might not have whatever problem he might have at work uh, regarding finances. So it's a financial problem. Um, how do you manage? Help him manage that stress. Well, one, he's in busy season and he didn't get to an executive position by not being able to manage stress. So I assume he does have relatively good coping mechanisms to begin with. Two, you focus on the finish line and knowing that there is that out at the end of it. That's something that you can also uh, kind of work to. Hey! <laughs> no. <laughs> Please don't cut that out. <laughs> Knowing that there is a finish line, you have something for them to focus on and and be able to kind of push through and know that there's an out. Like we have finals at the end of school, you know, okay, once I'm done with finals, I have spring break after that or or winter break or summer break, whatever it is nowadays. Um, being able to see the finish line allows you to push through a higher level of, of stress for a certain period of time. They, they talk often if, if you have two people wandering through the desert and none of them have water, and one person knows that in 10 miles, they'll get to water. That person who doesn't know where they're wandering to, they might stop before 10 miles. Not because they had to, but because just the mental 
I guess, anguish of not knowing where that finish line is can be something that limits us. Um, the other thing is really just looking at what is in his control. So working on, um, again, if, if there's maybe certain projects that he's working on, prioritizing those projects from what's the lowest hanging fruit, what's the easiest for me to complete and at least get a checkbox off my list so I don't have this entire clutter of different things. I mean, I do that with my, my work over the weekend all the time where if I have a huge laundry list of stuff to do, that can be incredibly stressful. But if you start with, okay, if I do the dishes, I can get that done pretty quick. If I do this, I can get that done pretty quick. If I do this program, I can get that done pretty quick. I now have three check marks and now my list is a lot smaller. So just organizing that, but also one of the more important things is making sure that they have some form of outlet that is not work and maybe not, maybe the gym is their outlet, but if you're an athlete, maybe a professional athlete, maybe you need something that's not the gym, not your sport that you can completely disconnect from and and have that time that you are not contributing directly to your uh, stress levels in that same environment. Okay, so if you have a major presentation, if you have some career goal, or if you have uh, some major life stressor pertaining to your career, um, you're saying look for outlets. Um, you're saying acknowledge that there's the finish line. Acknowledge that there's a finish line, prioritize your tasks. And prioritize and, your tasks. And honestly, go into it with a a fuller battery instead mm. of working until you're entirely done, not sleeping, um, going through finals week and then having your, your, uh, pre-workout and your, your energy drinks. So you're pushing all the way through maybe finding a stopping point and setting realistic goals. Like I'm just going to get to this point. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to close the book. I'm going to actually get a good night's sleep and then starting over fresh, waking up a little bit earlier. I would rather, and I, I am someone in the past who has procrastinated, who does stay up a little bit late to kind of complete tasks. But sometimes I uh, usually I actually feel better if I close the book at a certain point, wake up a little extra early and then have a good morning leading up to that and then hit it with a fresh mind. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Yeah, I would love to be that kind of guy. I never have been. But but, you know, it managed to get things done by deadlines. That's why I love that. Line. So so would you say like if you're if you're or if you have if you have a deadline right and you're working? Would you rather have um, pushed through or be like, all right, I'm going to take like a 10 minute break and then like maybe take a walk, you know, like what would what, what would you do? Yeah. So it depends. Right. Um, for me personally, I'm the type of guy that likes to work right through things. Um, I need that deadline. I need that sense of urgency. I need my fight or flight response to be on um, to be on full effect. Um, and that's just how I work. I, uh, Scott, I think you brought a good point that for a better way that I being the way I am and seeing how you just played that out. I do think a better way to approach certain things would be to set those objectives. So that way you're not stressed so that you can manage multiple things at once. Um, the thing, the way my approach works is, you know, you get thing, one thing done and you're done with that. And then you move on to the next thing. Um, so I guess it just depends on what type of person you are and what kind of stressors you have in your life. Yeah. Well, I, I was also going to say when you're coming up with an example, the example I wanted to give of a stressor and how to manage it is most of us get stressed out when we're late for something, late for a wedding, late for work. Most of us are going to be stressed out by being late. That's something we can control. If if I, I hate being arriving at the same time or after a client, do I do it? Yes. What I can do about that is prep some things for the morning, find out what slows me down in the morning, and then maybe set a deadline for the time that I actually leave, but then get up a little bit earlier. And in order to do that, I might have to go to sleep a little bit earlier, but that is within my control. 
So look at the stressors like that, that you can control. Most people with road rage, they're not angry because they have all the time in the world to get to their place. And maybe this person just cut them off. That might tick you off. But the person who really has bad road rage is usually somebody who's either been sitting in traffic for a while, they didn't leave enough time and they're going to be late because maybe they didn't leave early enough. So look at the things that we can control, maybe the tasks that we push a little bit later, maybe you are that that person who procrastinates a little bit. Yes, I, I also function a little bit better when I have that deadline and I'm right up against it, but would I be less stressed and have more energy to put towards other areas of my life if I got that out of the way and addressed it a little bit earlier? So last two questions I wanna ask you guys, and I'm gonna direct these two questions to Dan and Neil, but obviously, um, Scott, if you want to hop in, hop in. I'm not I'm really hopping. Um, Dan, you know, you, and, and Scott, I bet you probably have something to say about this too because you went through it with Dan. But Dan, you've always been the type that uh, you can jump into a pool with the lights off and you just have faith that there's water in there. But you're very methodical about it. You do do your homework, but you have a really keen sense of that everything's going to be okay. You know, you you do just jump in and you land into the water and it's the best time of your life. And then we all fall in and just jump in, right? So how do you manage with the stress of not knowing? Because that's also some a major stress that people encounter is just not knowing what the outcome will be like. Fear of failure. You know what? It's not actually like when it kind of comes to that, like thinking about the gym, for example, I wouldn't say that I don't know, but it's more so just having faith in yourself, but prepping yourself in the future. Um, when it comes towards managing our stress, being able to one, say no to things that we can't necessarily handle, I'm definitely a yes man. I'm definitely somebody who's gonna say yes to just about anything somebody asks me to do and help out with them. But it's definitely making sure that you're prioritizing yourself and leaning on others to help you out. I think a lot of us don't utilize the people around us enough to help us manage our stress. And we always, I feel like at least myself and a lot of people wanna be that hero mm. to kind of do it all on their own. Mm -hmm. So you're saying have faith in yourself. And that's something that you repeatedly um, practiced every day. You were just kind of telling yourself, like, it's going to work out. It's going to work out. If it's meant to be, it's up to me to deal, right? Yeah. Nice. Um, and then final question for you guys. Uh, this one's more directed towards Neil. Neil, so you got, I'm going to paint you a scene here. You got a competitor, athlete, et cetera. They have this day where they're going to compete in some sport, whether it's weightlifting, whether it's swimming, whether but this is the day they've been training for months. <clears throat> How do you help this athlete manage their stress? Uh, just making sure that like, like uh, what Scott said, their performance log before coming in the gym, maybe just asking that uh, through text, you know, if it's like a very important day uh, in their athletic career or if they're competing, like just making sure that they're, they're well set for the day. Maybe it's like preparing their, their meals beforehand or what they're going to wear trying to help them uh, I, I usually like to say for like my powerlifting athletes i got it from my coach before um and he was he'd always say like make sure you uh start to vision everything before you you uh go so if it's like walking up to the platform you and then getting to the platform and then doing the reps like squatting in your head mentally just getting ready like having a picture in your head doing it and by the time you've um pictured in your head already you're already doing it you know what i mean so just getting them ready um for that for that uh for that day um mentally um and in terms of like physically the physical preparation it's it's all in the training right like if they've done the work and uh they're they're happy with what they've done and all the, uh, the progress leading up to it then you know like all the hard work is already essentially done 
you know what I mean? As long as they have that trust and the preparation for it um, to manage that stress, like, hey, everything's good. Everything's done. Like you, you put in all the hard work. So now it's just time to put it all out there, you know, like as long as they have like a, a confident prep, you know, mm. as long as they're confident in themselves. I think instilling confidence as a coach is like very important so that they know that even though it's going to be stressful, they know that they can still execute during um, stressful times. Yeah. It also sounds like we can all kind of agree the biggest thing to kind of manage stress is just planning. That's great. Planning. Almost like making sure that like all the prep work's done prior to the deadline, prior to the time that we have to do it, whether it be our athletes, life stresses, opening up a gym, getting married. (laughs) Uh, So we covered stress today. We covered a lot of different topics, but just to go over stress is comes in many shapes or sizes. It could be positive, could be negative if it's done too much. It could help your performance. It could hinder your performance. And you really just want to have a good understanding of, of where you're at as in terms of your stress levels and have some good strategies for either raising it when you need it, when you need to hit that big set, or lowering your stress levels when you do need to recover and, and get out of something. So um, those can be areas like hydration, nutrition. Those can be uh, more mental type components like breathing. That could be more um, it really just confronting the stress directly or working with a coach to have some good communication and work with a coach to to really help with that overall planning so that you can take that stress off of you. Um, so really just figure out what works the best for you. Find some good strategies and tune in next week for glycemic index. What is it? High versus low. And how does it affect you? Can't wait. I'm this so has been stressed, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so stressed. Man. <laughs> A mentor. The mental (laughs) rep.